Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 31 of the Sweet Film Talk. Today's episode, we, of course, are going to do a little life catch-up, and then we're going to do some movies that uh, Kamiko and I have streamed. We are also going to have a little TV with TC segment. Excited about this to share my thoughts about Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan starring Jim Halpert and The Punisher season two. Really excited to talk about that one as well. And then we're going to do some Oscar predictions slash reactions. And then we're going to give our thoughts slash review on Dragon Ball Super Broly. And then we're going to round it out with a top five anime of either either movies and TV. So, a little anime to end uh, this episode. But, Kamiko, welcome, welcome. How are you? Dude, I am great. Here I am in my room of my apartment. Um, Just got back from seeing Broly, dude. So, I'm hyped to talk about Broly. I know. to give you guys a little update on the life. Broly, man, what what an absolute giant, if we could even put it like that. I I just I just want what he's taken. I know my gym workouts will be amplified if I can just have a piece. You know, if if I could if I could take a little bit of a of an idea is you got to befriend a big giant furry worm and wear his ear. Yeah, I you know that's apparently that's the secret. I think that's what <laughs> it comes down to. What a what a great movie, dude. Dude, how have you been? What's what's up with everything in Utah? It's been. Utah and icy here in Arkansas. So you know it. You know what you're just what you just said is a lot of the same here in Utah. But uh, things are good. You know, you know how it is in January with the movies. A little, little scarce. Um, Gosh, yeah, yeah, it's an understatement. Actually, this January has been like kind of, kind of cool. Yeah, Glass and Broly, and I haven't seen the Escape Room, but uh, (laughs) yeah, Um, right. But Utah's good. Uh, life update: just doing the basketball training as the work still, and then planning to be a school counselor. So applying to some programs. Uh, looked online; some of the tuitions are a little high. So going to shoot for Utah State. Uh, their application is May first. That's when it's due. So got to start studying for the GRE or the or the MAT. They take either. So yeah, wanted okay. to be a physical wanted to be a physical therapist all my life, but now you know. School counselor has been on my mind the last two years, so going to try to make it happen. Dude, if there's anything that I've learned since, you know, since being a college graduate, much like yourself, <laughs> it's official, actually. I got my diploma here. I just put it in a nice case. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's um, awesome. You know, you, you got to get the bag. Yeah. You'll get the bag. I know that you will, being a school counselor. Does that mean that, like, I can come in and get counseling, too, if I need to? I, by all means, I would love that. So, and it works out great because I'll have the summers off and that's when basketball training is super busy and yeah, it'll be nice. I think it'll be a nice that's little gig. Sweet. So look at you and the pod. We'll, we'll have the pod up and running, um, sponsored. My gosh, all of it. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Speaking of sponsored and, uh, and jobs, Keeks heard some big news. Dude, I got my first big boy job this week. I'm pleased to announce as of yesterday, I have accepted a position as a business analyst for Underwriter Laboratories. They do product testing, so I won't be doing product testing, which I think would be super cool to like break stuff and like hit stuff. But <laughs> I will be doing I will be doing predictive analytics, and 
business analytics stuff. So it's just, dude, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you. Being graduated, there are very few feelings that are better. Being married, like my wedding day, much better. Being married is great. But graduation, it's right there. Oh, yeah. It is right there. Yeah, graduating is a nice feeling. I mean, I got to go back to school, which is not great. But yeah, you know, know. at least at least we got the undergrad. At least we got the check mark on that. Well, that's sweet, dude. Congrats. Congrats, congrats. I'm hyped. I've got, I got, you know, much like you, I've gotten the bag. It might be a little bit of a lunch bag, but we're, we're moving on up. Yeah. You got to get the bag. the bag soon enough. Big or small. Uh, so what did you watch this week? Dude. First off, um, I started off with the second version of the fire. What's it called? Of the fire documentaries. Cause I watched yes. the Hulu one. And then right after we pod potted me and, Podcast. We podcasted. Podded. So pretentious. Okay. Anyways, um, after doing that, me and Becky watched the Netflix documentary about pot fire. Not about pod. Maybe about fire. I'm sure they have a movie about podcasts. But anyways, we watched the follow up, the fire documentary on Netflix, which um, you watched too, didn't you? Watch the Netflix one. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. Uh. Geez. I think it's Sunday night. Yeah, I think after that... after that, yeah, we won't talk about that Saints Saints loss. Oh. It's been a rough, but yeah, I watched I watched the Fire Festival. I liked it. I watched the Netflix one. Yeah, the the big difference between the two of them is the Netflix one is produced by Jerry Media, who are like the big marketers for Fire Festival. So they kind of paint themselves as like the victims of it as well. When yeah, it's like, Dude, yeah, you guys. There's no way that at that level of marketing, you look at an event like that and are like, yeah, like this seems like a good idea. They totally just kept it going. They perpetuated it. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what that one guy said the, with the man butt and the beard? He was like, um, this isn't coming together. We need to drop out. We need to be honest. And uh, one of the guys was like, no, we're still going to run with it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing to me how people just throw their money at things that are not, you know, set in stone and super gullible you know you can just have a model or celebrity post about something and even though it's gonna be total it's It's gonna be total you know yeah yeah (laughs) the funniest thing was they're talking about how you know millions of you know these these influencers with millions of followers posted all about it got all this hype up and then it all came crashing down with one picture from one account with less than a thousand followers just it shows the magnitude of influence and just marketing. I don't even know, like social media marketing. They had to change so many things because, I mean, even though the 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 models didn't end up going and didn't have much to do with it, they still built all the hype. They still are responsible. Yeah, yeah. So the Netflix one I thought was well made. Um, the Hulu one was there. It wasn't like. The producer wasn't like Jerry Media or anything like that, but they did pay Billy McFarlane for an interview, which is pretty unethical in journalism to pay yeah. someone like that to talk with them. But with his interview, they string it to make it seem like he's horrible, like he's a liar, he's a compulsive liar, and a terrible situation. And um, while I thought that the Hulu documentary went more in depth with how horrible he was and the situation. I felt because Netflix was made a little bit better, I gave it a slightly better grade. So I give the Netflix one a B minus. What do you think? Gotcha. 
Uh, I'm going to give like, Netflix it's sweet. A, slightly yeah, sweet. It, it's, it is sweet. I'm going to give it a sweet grading too, a B. Uh, I liked it. And I mean, it's just amazing to me how Billy McFarlane just is that much of a con artist through, through a festival. And I am so happy to hear with that one lady that owns a restaurant just gave up all her life savings to pay workers on that island. And then the GoFundMe account, you know, raised that money and she got it all back. That was so – see, you know, it's, for, it's things like for, that that make social media great. Yeah, yeah. And then, it's like it we've makes, got the two spectrums here. There's, there's still hope for society. So it's just a crazy story, and it's just amazing to me how, you know, the careers of these music festival planners and marketers, you know, put their whole hearts and souls in it. And sometimes it just comes to a, a crashing stop. sometimes it's a total disaster and i think it was so funny that the morning of the festival it just rained and the beds got all wet it was just like you know ironic you're you know i've you've got to be sitting there as as andy our homeboy andy who almost took the biggest possible take for the team that he could have we're not going to mention it because we think everyone should go watch the festival you probably know what he did or almost did yeah just me watching yeah. that. I'm sitting there like, how is it you've been in this business for 30 years and you were willing to go do that to make sure this thing that you are already pretty convinced wasn't going to be a hit or a success so that it could go through? That yep. blew my mind. Yep. Crazy. It's, yeah, absolutely crazy, but it's still sweet. You know, yeah. I think everyone should check it out. It's, you know, if you have Netflix, it's right there. You can go watch yeah, it. Yeah, every, literally everyone has Netflix. Yeah, every single person, every human being who's on the earth, actually, I've heard, has a Netflix. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, I think they're both really good, though, so check out both of them. Um, after I watched Fire, I watched First Reformed with Ethan Hawke. It actually got a an Oscar nomination this week for Best Original Screenplay, which I think is really good. I really do think it should be. Follows a priest who's the... He's over the First Reformed Church in New in New York. I don't remember where. Uh-huh. It shows his, um, I guess you could say his his journey from where he is as a preacher to making a having a run in with this young family and their beliefs of environmentalism and become a, becoming activists and how he kind of becomes reformed himself into like a new person who cares about the environment who wants to make a change. And while it is cinema, so it's like it's totally drastic. I felt the movie was good. I'm I'm working on this year, trying to like not, you know, if a movie isn't entertaining, trying to be like, okay, maybe it's not entertaining, but is it good? Yeah, trying yeah. to separate the two. I mean, obviously, it helps if it's entertaining. Like, I don't know if I'd ever watch this movie again, but it's definitely extremely well made. It should have gotten much more nominations. Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Is kind of being it's it seems like he's a big snub. A lot of people wanted him nominated, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, and that's, I also give it sweet. It's a B plus. Awesome. So, that's how I feel about, about a lot of movies. There's movies that wow, that was a great movie, but I would probably never watch that again. And then there's movies where I was like, you know, that was a fun movie. Was it great? Not necessarily, but wow, I would watch that again. You know what I mean? It's a weird oh, yeah. spectrum. Oh, so. yeah, it's like Skyscraper. Like, I watch Skyscraper again just because it's a dumb movie. Is it good? Yeah. No, it is not. Oh, absolutely not. Well, like, The Room. The Room is horrible. But, oh, my gosh, I've seen that movie, like, eight times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally, so, yeah, to- totally understand. 
So and that's then, uh, what I'm working on. Okay. And it's on Amazon Prime. It is. Yes. Amazon Prime. My gosh. They've got a great selection of movies. Um, a lot of A24's films are on there. And then you can find some other great movies like the one that I um, – like one that I'll talk about later. My next yeah. one I want to talk about is Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is on Netflix. Kind mm-hmm. of overdue, too, because that one came out, I think, like November, something like that. But I actually really enjoyed the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I thought it was super well made. It's very Coen Brothers style. The framing, the storylines, the the direction totally feels like one of their movies. And some of the shots, there's one anthology piece about a prospector who finds gold just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Oh my gosh, some of the shots in that were absolutely amazing. Hmm. But Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about this movie. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't really like it, which I don't really know how they didn't like it, but I think my favorite piece from it was the first one, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is Tim Blake Nelson as this like sharpshooting cowboy who sings. And everyone's like, oh, you're Buster Scruggs, like the short dude from wherever. And they kind of make fun of him. And then he shows how good of a shooter he is. Yeah. Isn't there like six short films within yeah. the film? Six oh, of them. Okay. Um, okay. Some of them, like the, the last one wasn't my favorite. It's fine. But like, wasn't anything I, I loved. The first, yeah. like the first few are great. Um, and then afterwards, I wasn't as big of a fan, but they were still, oh, it's so well made. And I would give that one amazing. Give it a wow. Yeah, it's it was a Ooh. really good watch. So now I got to check this out. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um, one of the songs from it, from the Buster Scruggs anthology piece, was nominated for best song, which just kind of goes to show the because you'll you'll hear the song and you're like, that was it. The song's like a minute in the movie, but um. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's that one. The last movie that I watched was on Amazon Prime, and I watched Moonlight. Best Picture winner of 2017, which I think we all remember what happened there. Almost almost was La La Land, but bam. Old man announcing it. Kind of made a mistake. Said La La Land. Then they're like, no, wait. It's actually Moonlight. Here, read the thing. Moonlight, you actually want. What's funny is that uh, a few months prior – uh, the Miss America award show. What's his name? Steve. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's just, yeah, I remember that. That was just, everyone was freaking out. They're like, did Steve Harvey switch cards, the Oscars? So how was Moonlight? What'd you think? Moonlight was great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was this one. I really enjoyed as well because it follows the story of a, of a gay man from him being a child to being an adult and kind of being raised in poor household. His mom's a drug addict. And the people who come along and help make his life a little bit better. Maher Shala Ali is like an old, is like a drug dealer who befriends him while he's a boy. And he mm-hmm. was great. And at that part, the first two acts of it, I really like. The last act is good, but I felt like it was a little bit slower, not as interesting. It's definitely on the come down for mm-hmm. the film. So it's, you see, this boy's name is Chiron. You see him as he's. Um, grown up and really see the character who he's kind of come into his own quote unquote and I think everyone should watch it it was really really good um, some some parts of it were like a little not even shocking but it's just like 
it's, you know, the life of a gay man. I, it's hard for me to relate. So watching him being able to go through the experiences were hard. I could tell from anyone's point of view to have to go through, but really beautiful in some moments. So it was yeah. really, yeah, it was a really good movie. And that one, I also give amazing. I gave it an A. I think it was wow. really, really good. Yeah. Moonlight's a really good movie. Dang. Um, not as entertaining as Battle of Buster Scruggs, maybe, but I thought yeah. the first two acts are great. Him as a little boy than him as a teenager. That's a good list of movies. Yeah. So Love that was that. it. Uh, and all on Netflix slash Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, so fortunately with kind of January and February being dry months, you, you know, you and I will be able to catch up and do our Oscars and other movies that we missed in 2018. Yeah. So we can do a nice little episode of our predictions and uh, hopes for the Oscars this year. Okay. And then um, some big movie news. Um, we have, gosh, what's his name? Christopher Nolan? Yeah, new film Nolan, in 2020. His next movie will come out in July 2020. And he's getting like $200 million or something like that to direct it. Which and, is basically like, hey, just go out and get whoever you want. You can write whatever story you want because your track record shows that like he'll make them millions of dollars. Yeah. Or well, I think like he I, – I would say he's you know our generation's, in a sense, Steven Spielberg. I mean you look at his track record of movies. It's insane. It really is. Yeah. Well, and you think about it, like the biggest movies that he did were the Batman movies. I mean, he had the prestige and he had memento. <laughs> Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> One of my favorite moments last summer. Um, was it? A, it was insomnia. That was the movie I just didn't care for from Christopher yeah. Nolan. No, I, I, I agree. I think that's probably my least favorite of his, but this this is gonna be sweet, and it's next year though. I feel like that's super soon, but he's and and, and and there's there's no premise about the movie, isn't it? Just like an event in history. That's it. I think so. Yeah, but that's all. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no background to it, so that will be interesting. What was some other movie news that you had? Yeah, so um, Bumblebee's officially getting a sequel, which mm, I think is really cool. Okay. I, I didn't see it, but a lot of reviews showed that it was pretty good. You said that it was good too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it. I would, I would go see the sequel. Yeah, I I definitely see it. And I think it'd be cool if they inv- introduced Cybertron more because I heard that was a really good part of Bumblebee. Was this were the Cybertron scenes? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I would I'd be all for that. At least I think fun. you should see Bumblebee when you have the time. I think you would like it. I want to. Maybe I'll go catch catch it this week at like a matinee or something. I think I really would enjoy. Yeah, it. you should. Yeah, it's a fun watch. I mean, it's not great, you know, mm-hmm. but it's fine. We we and then a, we got some pretty big trailers that came out this week too. Oh, that's right. Uh, Shazam got a new trailer. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? What do you like? Do you have any opinions on it yet? I don't really. I'll you know I'll go watch Shazam, but I just I don't really have a lot of stock in it. <laughs> yeah, I I think it'll be pretty pretty bland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Man, that's right. On the money. I'm still I'm still getting bland. used to the rating system, but we're getting it. We're moving up. Yeah, we, we all are. <laughs> um but yeah i think it'll be pretty bland i'll probably i think it's going to be like a c range for me but mm-hmm. david david sandberg who directed lights out and i believe annabelle creation is directing this so he's mainly been a horror guy but th- it looks entertaining enough i'm i'm super interested to see you know, to yeah yeah i don't uh yeah we'll see what happens i can't think of any other movie news um well we've got 
So, gosh, as we all know, Brian Singer is garbage. Everyone's known this for a long time, so there's nothing that surprised me. But he's been in the news a lot lately about some um, underage abuse, which we're not going to touch on that much. But um, he really, I didn't even know that. So he's still getting work. He's due to direct another movie as well. So he's he did um, Unusual Suspects and um, the X-Men, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, he's a good he's a good director. Yee, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He really Yikes. is, honestly. Like he's he's talented. But there's a lot there's a lot of scumbags in Hollywood, as we all know. And you know, there's some good people. Definitely, and I think it goes to show for any big business like that that you know millions of dollars are included, you're gonna get a dark side. As yep. Well. Yep. So yep. But it looks like they're cracking down, which is great. I good. This is coming out more and. He's gotten no anything for Oscars, which I think is nice. They're just kind of – he directed 90% of Bohemian Rhapsody. Another dude directed like 10% of it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, speaking of directors, a little question for you. Mm-hmm. If you, know, you can go back in time, kind of have an Inception-like experience, kind of plant an idea, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, what director slash producer would you do this to to alter – to alter a film, change it for the better. Oh, dude, Last Airbender for sure would be the movie to change. And yes, that's like that's not book. even. God, who would I, I think who I, I think I would give it to as much as he's not like a great director. I think visually he does a lot of cool stuff and I think it could be interesting is Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah. I think he could have made Aang like his transformations and all that stuff. I think he could have made it super interesting. Um, I think that yeah, I think that's who I'd pick. What about you? I would go with probably S- Sam Raimi, Spider Man Three. Oh, would okay. be mine. Just be like, hey, uh, don't include Venom. Keep it, keep it Hobgoblin. Well, I guess he's not really even Hobgoblin. Harry is just Green Goblin two point Whatever. Yeah. Um, and keep it Sandman. I think that's what he intended on. And I've seen some YouTube videos of how people would have written Spider-Man 3. And my gosh, I, I agree with a lot of them because, I mean, it's hard. To, and, like, we get the damsel in distress with Mary Jane again in Spider-Man 3. It just It's hard to come off of Spider-Man 2, but Spider-Man 3 was a big letdown. So that's that movie and that director, I'd be like, hey. Yeah, I think, we gotta, I think we've got to go to the big wigs at Sony and be like, hey, can you stop? meddling just inter- yeah interfering and even the amazing spider-man as well it's just like oh. stop trying to give us a sinister six movie stop trying to get into all of these complex ideas and just let the director go with it sam raimi i think he would have kept making them would have eventually gotten to the sinister stick six yeah yeah but well he said he didn't he didn't he said he didn't love the character venom and that was a big reason yeah. of why that was he just felt like he had to throw that in there because sony and some other people wanted him in there so the other one I would have to say is probably Peter Jackson in The Hobbit. Just be like, hey, uh, enough with that green screen, pal. <laughs> oh, just, easy. Dude, easy was, on that. It's like, hey, remember how practical effects were used in the first three of your like masterpiece of films? Yeah. yeah don't don't yeah. give that up. Just just yeah. keep it going. Yeah. I can still watch The Hobbit and enjoy it. So and enjoy it. So that's uh, a yeah. yeah, I like that. Last Airbender. I agree. I agree. Gosh, oh yeah, it's like get his name right at least. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna change one thing, M Night, just just it's Ang, it's not Ong. Yeah, 
It's not Ankh. Oh, um, love that. If, on, yeah. if only that. If, if only we could. And then um, for is that it for movie news? Anything else you'd like to add? We the um, Ghostbusters. So it's been a, a release that there are going to be four teenagers in it: two boys, two girls. So mm. I just whatever. Uh, there is Leslie Jones is pretty pissed that they're making another one. It's like, look, like you didn't make a good movie. Your movie sucked. It's yeah. not. It has nothing to do with that you're a woman. It has nothing to do with anything like that. You just didn't make a good movie. Yeah. Don't come complaining to like the fanboys. It's like no, like yeah, I'm sure there are some dudes that were like, oh, women or whatever. They're not as funny, but it just was not a good movie. Sorry, there wasn't no. a good movie. It's not our fault. Make a better movie, then we won't have to like reboot the whole thing because it was such a disaster. You know, if you do your job, you won't be crying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just give us some more funny dialogue. I don't know, but. That's I think that's about it. We're getting some more like TV stuff for Detective Pikachu, and I'm excited for that. Now I do have one question before we move on to TV okay. with DC. Okay, hit Throwing me. In next Sunday is the Super Bowl. Which yes, we're gonna get new trailers because I don't give a crap about the LA Rams and Patriots game. Don't uh, care. You know, I'm there for the trailers. You know how I feel about that. Uh, gosh yeah i what what trailers would you like to see um probably an episode nine Mm -hmm. leak trailer teaser but we probably won't get that or maybe an avengers i can't think of anything else no ooh, hollywood once upon a time in hollywood well charles manson dude i like, like we mentioned on the last pod i would like to see a trailer on that I would love to see that one. I think what would be cool is because we've got there's so many big movies come out this year. I want a bigger, I want a bigger look at um, at Lion King. Okay, yeah, because I think Lion King would be. I I, I just want to see more of what they're gonna do with it, just to see like what Simba like growing up is gonna look like. Timon, Pumbaa would would be interesting to hear uh, the voice acting for that. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, and, dude, one hundred. And some of the banter and like the sense of humor that comes out of these CGI animals. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to take it seriously, man. I don't know. I, I love that Seth Rogen's gonna be Pumbaa, though. That oh, is he? That's, that's awesome. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, we'll see. I yeah, I, I really hope the Patriots just wipe the floor against the Rams. I am a salty Saints fan, but I'm looking. <laughs> for, I'm looking forward to the trailers and commercials because those are always pretty funny. And oh, yeah. I, what, what what was it last year? Oh, it was uh, that crazy uh, Cloverfield yeah, the trailer. And off. then the movie the movie was released like an hour, just a couple hours later. Did you see it? I, I still haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I think like they clearly made the movie and then um, they made the movie. And then I'm sure J.J. Abrams was like, hey, like no one's really picking it up. But we'll buy it and produce it if you guys just add these little things in for Cloverfield. Yeah. Because it's clearly uh, going to just be a totally separate idea. And they ham fist the whole Cloverfield monster. Thing. <laughs> it's like the most the most apparent <laughs> thing. It kills when you say ham fist. Uh, you know, I loved uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I remember watching that in Hawaii in 2016. My brother was super just hyped about seeing this movie and we saw it in this this dinky theater and i loved that movie <laughs> just the theater experience was awesome 
So I, I'll have to watch. Is it Paradox? That's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to watch it. We'll see. So yeah, Super Bowl. Well, I like it. I like it. Good question. Yeah. Give me some I, Lion King. Give me some want, Episode I want, Nine. Like, I want a trailer for a movie that we know nothing about, but that's just gonna blow our minds. Yeah. I don't just, know what kind of movie it'll be, but that's what I want. Just a hidden gem. Enough. Enough Shazam. Yeah. I think, oh gosh. But um. Yeah. So I wanted to know about that now. Give us, give us that TV with TC, my boy. Give us oh, what, what did you think TC. about the the TV? Okay, so I saw um, first I saw Punisher, but I want to talk about Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan because I want to end Punisher. I want to end that on the high note. Oh yeah. However, uh, my older brother and some other people told me that I should watch Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, and uh, I finally did. It's on Amazon Prime. It's eight episodes. It's fairly short. Uh, John Krasinski, you know, our beloved Jim Halpert, does a really good job as uh, Jack Ryan. And those who don't know Tom Clancy, uh, he's an author. Uh, There's other Jack Ryan movies like Patriot Games. Harrison Ford is Jack Ryan. I haven't seen that movie. Heard it's well made, though. And there's always, I think, Chris Pine was in Shadow Recruit, Jack Ryan. (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. So, yeah, he's an analyst. He works for the CIA. He covers, like, finances and other things like that. And he served in the Marines. And uh, I thought it was a good show. There was the only couple gripes I had about it was uh, it meandered with this weird side plot, uh, subplot that didn't go anywhere. It was, yeah, it was, it was dumb. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't really want to tell you about it. Just there were some scenes where I was like, really? And... I mean, the actor was fine. He was the guy in Overlord that kind of befriended that little kid. You remember with that hard Brooklyn accent? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's 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 the. I think he's a fine actor. He was in the subplot, but I thought it was dumb. But uh, the villain, the terrorist, uh, he, he shows a pretty good backstory on him. Just an evil dude, okay. and uh, the family uh, that he's involved with, like the the wife, eventually, you know. It's like I'm, I've had enough, and like she kind of runs off, and it's pretty suspenseful. It's it's a good it's a good show. I, I highly recommend watching the show, especially if you're a fan of Tom Clancy. I uh, love his video games. Splinter Cell is my one of my all time favorite video games. I still think they should make a movie of that. That'd be a great movie. Oh, love so, that. So I really liked uh, Tom Clancy Jack Ryan, and apparently there's going to be a second season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a sweet rating. Nice. Um, I'm. I'm, I'm Give it a B. How's Tuna? How is he in it? I always feel like it's jarring to see him in roles other than The Office, which I feel is yeah. a way or is like a reason why many people in TV don't graduate to film is because you get yeah. used to them in longer periods as the same role. Mm-hmm. I was I was actually well surprised uh, by John Krasinski. I thought he did a great job. He kind of has the Jack Ryan persona and he pulls it off. I mean, the dude got jacked for this role, or I don't know if it was another role. Like, he's fit, man. <laughs> he's fit. So I, I really liked it. It kind of has, you know, that chase down, like those chase down scenes, and it's it's basically like a twenty four. You ever watch that show? Not really. That was like, yeah, I kind of. That I was like, what you mean? That was all the rave back then. I so. that. Wow. Well, what's nice okay. is it's only eight episodes, so it's fairly short. You know, there's not like, oh my gosh, this is a 20 episode season. And yeah. the the episodes run about 45, 50 minutes. So, okay. yeah, I liked it. 
Now, the Punisher season season two, you know my thoughts about season one. Yes. And you watched season one. I did. I really liked season one. Yeah. I thought season two was good. It's not as good as the first one. Have you watched any of any of season two? Uh, yes, I watched like the first two two episodes. Okay, so yeah, I thought the first two episodes were fine, especially the third episode is when it really starts to pick up. But the pro, I'll start with the problems. I like to go problems and positives. Okay, the problems were there were two villains, uh, John Pilgrim, who's yeah. kind of a a mesh villain of the comic book Mennonite. And he's kind of like a new villain, but also a villain from the comic. He was actually pretty cool. He's like an Amish dude who's hired by uh, these high ups to take down this girl. This is no, not not a spoiler. And this girl comes across Frank. Well, Frank comes across the girl in the bar in Michigan, which you saw. And I was worried that this girl was going to be annoying and that Frank was going to have a lot of good chemistry with her, like compared to Micro in season one, because I loved Micro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she she did a great job. I loved their chemistry on the screen. She wasn't annoying, and she did a fantastic job. That actress did, and I liked I liked her role a lot. So I was pleasant pleasantly surprised by her, because oh. no micro, and I was like, how is she going to do this? And it was fine. So I really liked that part. Love that. The problem was with the two villains, and the trailer's misleading. You think they're going to work together, Billy Russo and John Pilgrim. But they never cross paths. And Billy Russo, his scars are so weak. It's like uh, season one, Frank threw your face in a Drum. mirror and, and, and dragged your face down. So there's like five scars on his face. Oh, geez. So it, it, it kind of just meandered here and there. And there's another character that just got super annoying. It was a de- the detective, Brett Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, uh, you know, overall, I really liked it. The last episode especially is great. It's an awesome, I mean, there's such a, like, fan fanboy service at the end, the last scene. It's great. Super cheesy over the top, but I loved it. But overall, oh, I'm, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give The Punisher Season, season 2, a, I'm going to give it amazing. Wow. I'm not Not as good as the first one. But I really like Punisher Season 2. I mean, I pumped it out in like three days over the weekend. Jeez. Yeah, because I started watching it, but I just got – I didn't like the girl that they added in, so I got a little bit disinterested. Not going to lie. Oh, you didn't You didn't like her? No, I just – I, I don't know. I, so. I also didn't give her much of a chance, so maybe I would have liked it more. Yeah, she definitely grows on you as the, as the season progresses. But, I mean, John Johnny B, dude, oh, he he is just – he was foreordained as the role of the Punisher. That first episode when he just beats the crap out of those women in the bathroom. <laughs> I, was like, oh, wow. I know. I was thinking, I was like, gosh, dang, if the series is going to be like this, this is going to be a crazy ride. And then it was, I would say, it was, yeah, I think it was more violent than uh, than season one. And it's kind of cool with uh, the crossings that uh, Billy Russo and Frank Castle have. Yeah. And uh, man, it's it. He's brutal, man. Frank Castle is he's brutal. I love the voice so, he does too. The kind of like like yeah. borderline the, um, the, the, the voice. low voice. Yeah, yeah. And what, have you have you heard him in interviews? He's got a relatively you know normal high voice. Yeah, no, he, he's oh. yeah. I I totally agree. But when he plays Frank, he's like Russo. 
got that low, menacing voice. So I liked it. Pete Castiglione. <laughs> it hasn't been canceled yet, so we'll we'll see if they actually cancel it and maybe pick up a season three. But I'm not hoping, dude. I'm not hoping. What are they gonna do with those? Are they gonna put them? Like, do you think they're gonna kind of like rebrand them and put them back on, or is it just totally done? So apparently, Disney owns Hulu. Did you know that? I don't think I knew that. No. Apparently, so. Because I don't think they're going to, if they do revamp, you know, Daredevil and Iron Fist or even the Punisher, if that gets canceled, they're not going to throw that on Disney Plus. There's no, no way because <laughs> they're they're violent. It's, you know, it's pretty dark. And I think Disney Plus is definitely going to be more of a family setting. I agree. Disney is, Disney definitely has that image too. Yeah. So I could see them maybe putting them on Hulu. Oh, okay. I don't know. I need to look up more research about Hulu and Disney and kind of that agreement. Because and... what I could see is that um, I feel like tw- I feel like 20th Century Fox or whatever owns Hulu because yeah, they I'm not... have like all the Family Guy and they've got the Simpsons on there. That's true. Um, so I feel like maybe who it is just because they do have some Marvel stuff on there. Yeah, so I think Hulu is owned by okay. You're right, Disney, thirty percent. Comcast, uh, about thirty, and Twentieth Century Fox has thirty percent. Okay, nice. Yeah. Love that. Love the fact. Love the fact checking. Yeah. So that that makes I, sense. I mean, they could definitely throw it on there. I think that's a really good idea. Gosh, Disney is gonna have Disney Plus and Hulu. Dude, Disney Jeez. owns everything. So. If I could see it, I could honestly see – I don't think Netflix is going to lose stock, but I can see Hulu really gaining a lot of speed, even more so. so it seems like they might combine them, though. Like they might just combine Hulu with Disney+. Plus. Who knows? Mm. I mean I know we're going to get a look at it during Star Wars, um, Star Wars weekend, which is the first week in April, I think. I love yeah. Star Wars weekend. I stream it every time. Stop. So, so I, sweet. It's – oh, I love it. So yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's it's the new television. It's streaming. You know, like I'm I'm looking for my next show to watch. I just finished Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan, and The Punisher. So, dude, when I like watching more anime stuff. I might have a good suggestion for you. Oh, oh perfect! Even, I love watching little, TV shows. So, little snippet. Uh, do you want to talk about Oscars? Let's get into Oscars. Perfect. Read read my mind. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on the Oscar stuff, just because we're going to have an episode that we dedicate. Yes. almost exclusively to Oscar predictions, so we'll go over mm-hmm. it more there. Um, your thoughts, what are the snubs and kind of the surprises that you had? I would say a surprise for me is Black Panther got a ton of recognition, dude. Yeah. That's wow. a big one for me as well. Wow. You know? You know my thoughts about Black Panther. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't necessarily think it's a bad movie. No. I know I know the importance of the of the movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, I just like wow, I was kind of like taken back of oh, wow, you know. <laughs> That's all I could say. I dude, oh my gosh. Cuz I'm the same way. I really like Black Panther. It was my top 15 easy of last year. But the CGI is terrible in it in some mm-hmm. moments. Like, especially the last fight. Oh, it's awful. It's really, yeah. really oh, bad. Oh, oh. Really bad. Um, I, I love T'Challa. I think, what's his name? Uh, oh, Boswick? Uh, um, 
Yeah, Chadwin Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah Boswick. I think he, he he does a great job as Black Panther. I think he's perfect casting for that. So, I, I think my biggest thing is what it comes down to is last year was horrible for movies. This is it was. This is no like the reason why Black Panther is in here is because from last year there was not a lot of great movies that should be up in that tier of best of best film. I mean, you could argue some other ones, but I think it's uh, reach and its cultural influence is what trumps everything else. There was not any other movie that had that last year. Um, yeah, and Black, Black, Black Panther definitely had that. You know what I think definitely should have definitely got a nomination, and Sony are a bunch of idiots. They were promoting White Boy Rick and I think the front runner as their, like, um, best pictures it's like dude you guys have the best superhero movie that came out last year you guys have spider-man into the spider-verse why aren't you promoting this one more i think yeah. it should have got a nomination i think almost even possibly over black panther or maybe let's see take out bohemian rhapsody take out bohemian rhapsody put star wars or spider-man into the spider-verse or even just throw it in as the nine spot they have up to 10 spots for best picture yeah I don't think that's a bad thing to have an animated movie as up for best picture. No, and I, I think it definitely was I one mean, of the better movies made. Definitely for me, the better like comic book movie with uh, a person of color as the star. Yeah, I mean, granted, they have best animated movie, so I guess that's, in, in essence, best picture for an animated movie. Uh, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so. like, Toy Story and, like, Up have been nominated for best picture, so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, definitely. So there's there's, there's a sweet sweet movie morsel. Oh, dude, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. But there you go. That's a nice. Yeah, movie. I didn't. I had no idea, huh? Um, another morsel. This one made me so mad. Black Panther is the first comic book movie. No, it's not the first comic book movie nominated for best picture because Superman won it back in the seventies. Oh, but people are kind of saying that. Yeah, since um, since then. Exactly. I thought that the dark knight had been nominated but never was now if it's one superhero movie that should have been nominated i agree dark knight yeah. oh of course but i think that year must have been stacked or i hope it was yeah, yeah. we'll have to, we'll have to do some research on that when we do our little oscars but no i just you know it kind of shows i think a star is born is going to run with a lot of the awards uh green book was a good movie but there's been like a lot of controversies behind that 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 uh Mm-hmm. The family is saying, like, that's not how um, that guy lived his life. I forgot his name. The doctor, the the, the pianist. So. I, you know, it's it's hard. This year is a horrible year for nominations. And I, you know, I, it's just they did it to themselves. There were a lot. It was just a lot of underwhelming performances in movies this year. And they have nothing to blame but themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a director and I make movies and I know how to do that. (laughs) Well, we are just, we are just, we're critiquing, we're at, you know, episode 31 and we are just getting, man, we are critiquing. Yeah. We are not letting anybody off. We're, we're basically at the level of the Joe Rogan experience. So, yeah, you know, we won't give you our login credentials, but we're, we're up there. We're up there with the same amount, the same amount of listens. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I, I'm excited just to see like what wins one. I think Spider Verse is gonna do well, obviously, with the animated. And I gotta look. I, like I gotta it. look over some of the awards. I gotta watch Vice. 
because I know Bias yeah. got a few nominations. Um, let's also mention that Won't You Be My Neighbor was not nominated for Best Documentary, which... And I think that is... Travis. That's a shame. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. It was a shoe-in, too. Everyone was, like, convinced it was going to win. Didn't even get a nomination. I got to watch these other documentaries just to see what it was up against. I heard Free Solo is really good. I'm kind of thinking that might be the one that gets it. And also the RBG documentary, but... Yeah, I've heard R- I've heard RBG documentaries good. Gosh. So, yeah, that's sad. This, won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, that was a that was my top ten this year. Great movie, Same. great documentary. Yeah. So, um, speaking hey. of documentaries, anything <laughs> else you want to say? <laughs> no, I, the documentary of Broly. Broly. <laughs> the real life story of Broly. The real life. So, anyone that knows. I had a childhood that knows about Toonami, Saturday Nights. Oh, wow. Cartoon Network, Dragon Ball Z. My gosh, that was staple. What I was, Absolute that, staple. That was what I was watching from like the age of six to nine. So, <laughs> that and Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Dragon Ball Super Broly, Keeks and I watched it, and. I had no expectations going in. I saw a couple of reviews. I heard it was received very well from Dragon Ball fans. And that's always a good sign because they can be a little picky. I don't think they're too picky. But Dragon Ball knows what it is. It's over the top. It's a lot of screaming. It's a lot of just power-ups. It's, a, it's just a, you know, a lot of over the top. Oh, yeah. And what, what did you think about Broly? I thought it was great. I thought it was basically... A bunch of people got together and was like, we love Dragon Ball Z. We um, will work with you, Akira Toriyama, and make a movie. Because it was just made by fans. And it was crazy. The first, like, 45 minutes, hour, is kind of setting up the story, giving a background to Broly. Because there had been, like, unofficial movies about him. But there hadn't been, like, an official Dragon Ball movie. And now that he's part of the canon and he's part of the characters in the Dragon Ball Super Saga... It's, it's so it's so outrageous. Oh my gosh, this movie was bonkers. It, and you know what, what was it was it was sweet that they did a little callback to uh, the planet Saiyan and King Vegeta. Vegeta, the, yeah, the, yeah. And Vegeta's I that was cool. Oh, Vegeta's the planet. Yes, oh. and King Vegeta. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You see, my Dragon Ball lore is you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I know away. almost. I know like the bare minimums about Dragon Ball Z. And that's that's about it. I don't know hardly anything about it. So I thought the setup was great. It didn't just like throw you in expecting you to know the, all the characters. It kind of builds up, gives them background, which was great, which was a good refresher for me since I haven't watched anything of Dragon Ball Super. The last <laughs> Dragon Ball Z episode I watched was maybe when I was 14. Dude, I think the last, I think the really only time I've ever watched a full episode was when I was six years old at my friend Gabriel and Elijah's house when Goku turns in, like, goes beast mode with the moon and, like, is the big gorilla and is crashing into things. Oh, That's, like, I yeah. think the only full episode I've ever watched. I've seen bits and yeah. pieces of every other thing. Yeah. But that was, that was, like, all that I remember. Yeah. I've seen the Dragon Ball Z saga, most of it, with, like, Cell, Frieza, okay. Nappa, and I think Majin Buu, is that how you pronounce oh. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I like Dragon Ball Super Broly. It was the last 30 minutes. There's just like a lot of screaming. It's over the top fighting. I forgot how Goku is just so ditzy. I did too. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? 
He's like the strongest warrior. One of the strongest warriors. He's just super ditzy. But I liked it. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a sweet grading. I'm going to give it a B plus. I am giving it an amazing. I give it an A minus. I thought it was so fun to watch. And the animation, what I thought it was going to be is I thought the one thing I will say is I thought it was going to be along the same lines of like the SpongeBob movie when it's in theaters. You know, like yeah. the first one, how the animation it's was crisper. A lot, a lot sharper. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, it still was cool. And like when they're fighting in like Antarctica or whatever, I was just thinking, I was like, wow, low key Broly is the reason for global warming. He's just, (laughs) he's just like bringing, they like at one point, I love this part where they're fighting, they crash like into the earth's core and lava is just spewing (laughs) up. (laughs) Oh, that was, oh my gosh. And I got my little card from the movie too. They gave me a little card. When I saw it, so I've got my little oh no way mini poster, little trading um, car. Yeah, I think okay. let's see. Um, because basically, yeah, it starts off. We'll we'll go into spoilers right now for a little bit. It's I mean, there's not really much to spoil. I don't think. Um, mm, no, no, I I don't think so. I thought the score was good too. You know, like, yeah, little... yeah. There's some there's some good songs that played really well with the fighting scenes. Yeah, I, I agree, and it was cool to see Gogeta. I don't know how often Gogeta has ever like appeared. The fusion, That's... yeah, I think it's, hap- it's happened a few times before. I think so because I had heard about it. Um, but it, it, this movie again. showed as if it was the first time they did it because Vegeta Vegeta was super reluctant about doing it. So, yeah, it's their first. The first one was in Dragon Ball Z Fusion Reborn. Was mm. when they first did it, and mm. yeah, I. You know, it was, it's funny. So when they're first starting to fuse, Vegeta's really hesitant, and they mess up the first couple times. And the first time <laughs> they mess up, they're just this big, chunky dude. And just as this voice like, I'm the most powerful, and he's just this fat, chubby Super Saiyan. He kind of looks like Majin Buu, but not pink. And yeah. then the second yeah. time, he's just this scrawny, like skinny dude, and then they get it right the third time. Yeah, and while while that's happening, Frieza's having a deal. And Frieza has resurrected so many times I've lost count. Like, I was like, wait, didn't she die? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it's he a did. he. I've always thought Frieza was a she, but it's actually, it's, he's actually a he. Um, and going into Frieza, so the, the kind of, the plot starts out, so Frieza's people take the Dragon Balls that Bulma had in her little lab. And so they go off to go find the dudes who are going to find the seventh Dragon Ball, which leads them to Antarctica, where the fight happens. Meanwhile, Bulma's talking about what she would use the dragon's balls for, and they're like, what would you use it for? She's like, I want to take five years off of my off of my look so I can look younger. And they're like, why not ten or anything? She said, because it has to be subtle. And I thought that yeah. was super funny, just like how, how like tongue-in-cheek the movie is, and then Frieza's going after the dragon ball so that he can be five centimeters taller. Yeah, because... Everyone comments on how on how short he is. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, why not? Like, you know, in one of your forms, you're much taller. Like, why don't you go for that?" He's like, "No, it has it has to be subtle, and it has to be not like super noticeable, as if people think I'm still growing." And I thought that was super funny. Um, The the humor was good. The Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z has pretty good anime. Anime for the most part has some pretty good humor here and there. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, The fact that like. Broly, so basically in the beginning it shows that Broly is kind of in with Vegeta, like as their little kids and like these tanks and King Vegeta says, you know, we gotta send Broly off, he's too powerful but 
secretly he just doesn't want him to compete with Vegeta. Yeah. So they send him to this just crappy planet, and his dad chases after him so that he can live with him and get revenge on King Vegeta. Then during the movie, like the planet, expl- the um, Frieza explodes the planet, destroys all the Saiyans, which kind of leads into the cartoon and how like Goku is one of the last Saiyans. Or mm-hmm. what? What was his name? What's his actual name? <laughs> like totally Kakarot. What is it? Kakarot. Kakarot. That's it. Yeah, I didn't even know that until this episode. So that was, you know, that was that was interesting. I had no idea. <laughs> please, please name your first kid Kakarot, just for me. Yeah, just you can call him Goku for short. I, I, okay, I will. I'll do it. Love, love that. <laughs> um, and yeah, so after you know, after the planet, you you get to Frieza and it fast forwards, and there's like a group of scouts for Frieza that find Broly and his dad on the planet, and they bring him to Frieza, and he kind of ends up using Broly against them. And mm-hmm. uh, Frieza, big spoiler, kills uh, uh, Broly's dad to yeah. see what Broly is capable of doing. Which is kind of interesting. I thought it'd be a little bit cheesy, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was, you know, the movie was already so self-aware at that point that it was so so many zoom-ins of screaming faces and big muscles and big dudes. Yep. Yep. Broly grew like 20 feet in size, by the way, as the movie went on. I was like, holy crap, Goku looks like a, just like an ant compared to Broly. The the movie theater experience was hilarious. I was like one of six people in the theater. Dude, my theater was pretty packed. Really? I was shocked. I was shocked at how many people were at my showing. I walked in, I was like, wow, there are more people here this week than there were in glass last week. <laughs> so yeah, this yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. So yeah, Broly was a good time. I don't you know, I don't mind watching anime from time to time. And that you know, leads us into our our top five, ladies and gentlemen, of anime. Just kind of movies and TV. So I think anime kind of gets a bad rap sometimes because, you know, it's different from, like, animated films or even cartoons. But there's a lot of good stories and content in anime. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I think it's I think it gets a bad rap because everyone confuses it with hentai, which is don't watch Ugh. hentai. Don't do yeah, that. no. <laughs> so, so i think that's why um I yeah i could yeah i i don't disagree with you on that i love i love it honestly i i think anime especially in the last i started getting into it probably 2011 2012 mm-hmm. with just like basic movies like um i always and um with the hayao miyazaki films like uh oh my gosh like spirited away castle in the sky Princess Mononoke. I still have not seen Spirit Away, and that is just critically acclaimed. It's like IMDb twenty seven. We might get into it. We might might get into it with my love that. Leave it at that. Um, So today we just basically kind of wanted to give you guys some good suggestions of basic anime films and even TV shows to just like you know to wet your whistle a little bit. Get get your palate into it. Get the beak wet. Exactly. I, I I agree. Um, what I, I want to start off with some honorable mentions though, because there's some there's some movies and some series that I think are really good that I think people might like. Principally, mm-hmm. um, Death Note is an amazing anime series. Me and Becky watched it. I love Death Note. Love love Death Note. Yeah, Not that's on Netflix, it. right? Especially the Netflix version, far superior yeah. than the anime. Yeah, 
Just kidding. It's it's horrible. Don't watch the Netflix version. It's horrible. But the anime is on Netflix. Um, okay. So in addition to that, Attack on Titan is amazing. Oh my gosh, I love Attack on Titan. Me and Becky also watch Attack on Titan. And that the first season is on Netflix. The other seasons are on Hulu. So just watch it on Hulu. Um, mm. It's, oh my gosh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> and... Angel Beats is another one that I enjoy. It is on Netflix. And it's basically about a group of kids who are in um, what they find out is like limbo. So they kind of have to figure out what they did in their previous Earth life and atone for it where they are now to be able to move on to heaven. So it focuses on a group of kids and then they kind of move on from there. Each person gets their own episode and it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, what's it called? It's pretty emotional. It's a good, it's a good watch though. I really like it. And then one that I just started watching is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is about like a a, a dude named Jonathan Joestar who is due to like inherit his family's fortune. And he has a brother who's adopted who's also – his name is Dio, and he's trying to like take the fortune from him. And Dio turns into a vampire, and they fight a lot, and it's just a lot of big muscles, and it's super funny. And really good, too. So, yeah, that's one I just started watching, and I really like it. So it's very tongue-in-cheek, like a lot of anime is. And I totally recommend those. Those are kind of like just side side mentions, honorable mentions for me before we get okay. into the real list. But what uh, about you? Do you have any, like, suggestions or any movie or any shows or movies that you want before getting into your top five? Uh, I honestly don't. You're definitely more well-versed with the anime, but... My number one, I'll definitely, you know, talk a lot about. Not a lot, but, you know, I'll give my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm passionate about number one, baby. Oof. Oh, I think I know what we're going <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, but my number five, I'll get started right off the bat. Okay. Uh, I have one movie in my top five. I have a lot of TV shows. But uh, cool. number five is Bleach. Ooh, Okay. So I I haven't finished Bleach. I watched um gosh, about 50 or so episodes in high school and I liked it. So I haven't picked it up, but the episodes that I did watch, I really liked it. I have a I have a few friends that really like Bleach. So from what I saw, I liked it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> That's yeah, you know, I've never really watched Bleach. I've seen a little bits and pieces, but never really got into it. I like Yeah. That's one of them I'd like to see. It's cool. It's it's. I liked it. Might pick it up. We'll see. What's okay. what's your number five? My number five is a is an is a movie by the same guy that created Ghost in the Shell, and it's called Angel's Egg. You can catch it on YouTube because it's super hard to find, and it's almost entirely just silent. And it's about a girl who is like protecting this egg, and a man comes. To this planet that she's on and it's like in a post-apocalyptic world and he's just trying to figure out what is the egg and like what its significance is so it's just like this dude following this girl and her egg and it's it's mainly symbolic i don't really know what it means but like i like it the animation's really cool the movie's really cool it's like 70 minutes long so totally recommend that one hmm okay uh like that my number four is pokemon that's a classic i mean that is just like my childhood i remember every day when i get home from school i'd go watch uh the television show the movies 
uh, I'd get the, you know, the action figures, love Charmander. I don't know why I thought he, he was like my favorite Pokemon. So did you have the cards Ooh. too? Uh, a little bit of cards. I didn't have a ton. I have more Yu-Gi-Oh cards and I never watched a lick of Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know how I got those cards, <laughs> really? but I have the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, I went hard <laughs> for Yu-Gi-Oh. I, oh my gosh, I love Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. I was actually, I was going through, uh, my room at my parents and I found the cards just recently. And I was like looking up face value of some of the cards. Some of the cards are pretty expensive. Oh, I, I looked up one of them that I found. It was like $20. So I was thinking, ah, well, maybe not all of them are worth a lot of money. Mine's- yeah, no, but like the dark magician, like the, the silver dragon, I think I don't even know oh, what it's called. Blue eyes Those can, dragon? yeah, yeah. Those can be up to like 100 to $300, if not more. Really? Depends on like their condition. Here's so a, here's a fun fact: I I call Becky my blue eyes white dragon occasionally because oh, she has too... blue eyes and she has white hair. Just adorable. <laughs> blue eyes, thing, my friends. So yeah, number four Pokemon. <laughs> okay, my number four is Ghost in the Shell, created by Mamoru Oshii, like I mentioned with Angel's Egg, and oh, it's so it, it inspired the Matrix. It's inspired. Tons of movies, tons. Um, Darren Aronofsky has even stated that he's super inspired by Ghost in the Shell. And it's just super cool about like this um, cyborg who is a police officer and they're investigating this puppet master who's invading people's ghosts, which are like they're kind of like computer spirit and taking over people's shells. And he's like a terrorist. So she finds out that they have a lot more in common than, you know she could have thought in the beginning yeah really I'm, really I, good definitely recommend it i remember you were super excited for the live action with scarlett johansson i had no idea what it was about yeah and was this 20 that this was 2017 like march february this is kind of when we started our, our movie streak and we showed up at the theater there's maybe 10 other people in the theater it was like opening night <laughs> that's right and i thought it was okay i didn't mind it like i didn't mind the live action I know some people have a mixed bag about it, but I didn't mind it. Like, I wouldn't really watch. I wouldn't watch it again, but for a first-time watch, I thought it was fine. So I haven't seen the anime still. I know, I know. yeah, you, you speak highly of Ghost in the Shell. Everybody does. I love it. Yeah, it's really, really good. Really good. Sweet. Love that. Um, my number three is Dragon Ball Z, what we just talked about. Oh, okay. The, the, the Frieza saga is so cool. I haven't seen Dragon Ball Super, but I've seen majority of Dragon Ball Z, as I mentioned before. Love Goku. Just love the setup, the characters. The story was awesome. This is what kind of got me into, you know, anime, cartoons. That was like my first, like, TV show I can remember watching. And I remember, just, I remember getting a Super Saiyan Goku action figure when I lived in Moab when I was six. <laughs> yeah. And I just loved the show. I mean, some of the fight scenes were so cool. And Gohan versus Cell. So Dragon Ball Z will forever have a special spot in my heart. And that is my number three. That's okay. I, you know, Dragon Ball Z, I think, is one that a lot of people get started on. And I, I like I said, I kind of followed it, but not as much. I wish it would have more. But it just gets to the point where there's so many episodes yeah, I just can't keep track of it. What's crazy is it started in the early 90s, and then finally in the early 2000s here in America, that's when they started showing it on Toonami. It was dubbed, 
So, I mean, we're like 10 years behind on it, but it is, it's, it's still going, which is amazing. Yeah. For all these years. Ball. And it will. I, I've actually heard that the horrible Dragon Ball Evolution made, movie that they made is the reason why Akira <laughs> Toriyama came back and like started up Dragon Ball Super because it was so bad and put such a horrible name on it that he's like, I gotta save this. So he came yeah. back and made like the Dragon Ball Super movies. Smart. That's smart. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, my number three is Spirited Away, one that we had mentioned that you have not seen okay. and that he has not seen either. It's not available for streaming, not even to buy on streaming. So I think you have to buy like a DVD of it. But interesting. It's, oh, it's beautiful. It's so good. The story's cool. It's just all of the Studio Ghibli movies have very cool stories to it, and it's very well made. What an Oscar for best uh, best animated movie. And the girl who voices Lilo voices the girl in it. So oh. it's kind of kind of cute. Kind of gives you a little idea that maybe like a a little blue monster will come out instead. It's yeah. just a no face demon that <laughs> eats a lot of food. But that's. That's Spirited Away. I love Spirited Away. It's great. Hayao Miyazaki's a legend. I'm going to have to watch that. Um, Yeah, you need to. My number two is Your Name. Oh, my gosh. Uh, You recommended this. (sighs) I've I've talked about this before on this pod, but this is one of my favorite movies I streamed last year. I loved it. Loved the story. Um, You know, pulled on the heartstrings a little bit. And the soundtrack was great. The voice acting. I love watching the anime and subtitles. Just because yes. I feel like I'm learning Japanese when I know I'm I know. not. <laughs> it's so true. I don't know. I keep trying to like learn with anime and I can't do it. It's so hard. Like, I, I've who, just need, up. who needs to read a book? Just watch anime with subtitles. It counts. <laughs> so, love your name. I really want to watch it again. It's been, it's, you know, it's been a while, but loved watching that last year, and that will forever be one of my all-time favorite anime movies. Yeah, it's slash anime, just anime in general. Um. Yeah, your name is a great one. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that one. So that's that. I'm glad you put it on your list. Yeah. Um, my number two is actually Akira. So it's normally been my favorite anime, but there's one that I've seen recently that I think is better. And Akira is Katsuhiro Tomo. Um, like the one of the most revolutionary animes. Uh, one of the first ones that was introduced to Western culture. It's the the animation for it is not done hardly at all, like it is. It was like, I think this norm was like 60 pages, like 60 frames drawn or something for second. But this one was bumped up to like 90 or 120 or something like that. So the detail mm-hmm. put into it is just incredible. It's one of those timeless animes that you can go watch at any time and it's great. I, I watched it with Becky and she really liked it too. So I think a lot of people, if you if you watch it, you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've always talked about Akira. I need to get to it. Freak. It's great. It's on Hulu. You can go watch it, subbed or dubbed. Oh, oh my gosh. The you know I'm watching that subbed. Yeah, don't watch it dubbed. It's horrible. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. Yeah. So just yeah. watch subbed. Yeah. Right. Well, my number one drum roll. Okay. Is Naruto. Sasuke! I knew it. I knew you were good. I knew it. Naruto. You know it's Naruto. That is just my all-time favorite. What, what is what is the theme song called? It's like Songs of Sorrow. It's like Sorrow and Sadness or something. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just, I mean, the story, the acting, it's so long. Um, the manga, I even read the manga in high school. Really? So this is, how it's, this is how it started. I woke up one morning or in the evening. I don't even remember. 
I go downstairs and both my brothers, I was in middle school, were watching the show. It was Naruto and it was just this epic fight scene. I was like, what is this? They're like, shh, just sit down and watch. We ended up watching like <laughs> 10, ep- we ended up watching like 10 episodes and I was glued. Wow. And uh, there's so many episodes of Naruto. There's Naruto and there's Naruto Shippuden. And I got into Naruto Shippuden and I stopped watching my sophomore year in high school. And then uh, just because there's a ton of fillers that showed up. But uh, when I got home from a mission, I was just on YouTube randomly and then got recommended for Naruto. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I looked up the fillers to avoid and I started rewatching it where I kind of left. And, oh, my gosh, it just picked up and it was sweet, came to a great close. And it's a long series, but it is well worth it to watch. It's just it's sweet just to see how far Naruto comes and the Hokages and like how he wants to be Hokage. And it's a very rewarding show because, you know, it's just a it's a good feel good show as well. Dude, Naruto just... still has um. What is it? Boruto is still one. Yeah, of the... I I watched two episodes of Boruto. I was like, can't do it. And you know, we watched we watched the Naruto the last movie, and that was fine. And I liked that movie because it was like after the whole war. And it's like before he becomes Hokage. Man, I'm just geeking out right now. I love it, dude. There and... are um, <laughs> if if we include Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, there are about 720 episodes. Wow. 26 seasons. Yeah. Of Naruto. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely wild. So Absolutely wild. Naruto is on Netflix and then Naruto Shippuden is when he gets older. Um hmm. I think he's in is in his teenage years is on Hulu, but Naruto, if you can watch the first 15 to 20 episodes of Naruto, you really get hooked cuz it introduced some awesome characters and it's just a great show. Even the movies are well done. There's several movies, and they're I'm all good. I'm with you. Yeah. So, it's it's sweet. That's my that's my number number one. What's yours? Okay, my number one. Now, I want to throw in another one as like a, another honorable mention is Pokemon the Movie 2000, which like the one. Okay, the one where Mew and Mewtwo fight and like turn Ash to stone, and Pikachu's tears heal him. What a tearjerker! What a top five moment in movies ever oh i absolutely love that episode and then um the one where like lugia is captured and like the elements and stuff are like are fighting and then you've got Slowpoke and yeah that what a what a cluster of a movie that is but it's a fun <laughs> one as a little boy so those were like little honorable mentions um my number one is your name i know you oh. mentioned it i want to throw people off your name is my number one it's- i was like i was like you didn't forget yeah, you know me. I didn't forget about it. Um, oh my gosh, your name is beautiful. The highest grossing film in Japan of all time. And it's oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. I've seen this movie like probably five or six times. It's absolutely amazing. Becky loved it when I showed it to her. Every person that I know who's watched it loves it. So it's watch it, people. If you're listening to this, go watch your name. It's beautiful. Has a great story. It's not hentai, so just watch it. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. I promise. Um, it's not streaming on anywhere that I know of. No, it's, it's not. It's worth. It's worth renting on. I think Amazon or even uh, Microsoft yep. has it. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Amazon. I, that's what I did. I rented it. Well worth it. Same. Yeah. Same. That's what we did. So, 
I was like, I was about to say, there's no way your name is not on your top five. <laughs> yeah, it's my number one. You, you had me. You had me fooled. I see you. It, it's absolutely amazing. So yeah, I think your name is great. Um, just it's anime is a good thing to you know to kind of broaden your horizons with. It's a new form of entertainment. Japanese entertainment is very different, but they're great storytellers. Oh yeah, it really shows and the care that they put into their their shows. Um, if you need any more. Uh, recommendations come to us i've got a few other series that i didn't talk about that i'd love to recommend and yeah so we would uh, that kind of comes to a rack of our wrap of our anime related episode at least for the last 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) well we are just we are getting really we're we're making a stamp here in the pod world we're getting our episodes now yeah we are we're we're starting to plan our episodes and um we're we're just glad that people are still listening. Like we're, we're getting a good, a, a good turnout each, each episode. So we've got a lot of, we say this every episode, big things. Yeah. We got a lot of content and we, we always appreciate our supporters, listeners. If you ever want anything us to, you know, if we want to, if you want a subject touched on, reach out to us. We love, we love yeah. communicating with our fans. Oh, and we'll, yeah. we'll have to, we, we, we commented on this last time, but we have something that we're going to do and we're going to definitely do it next pod. A little, little giveaway. Yes, so for we're gonna, with we're gonna with do Valentine's Day coming up, and we want to do something to show our love. Get yes. it? Because Valentine's Day. Yes. Is. So if you made or, it this far into the pod, then you, you'll know us. You, you'll get rewarded. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so hey, as keep, usual, everyone, please. Hmm. What? Keep going. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought it cut out. Um, as ever, as usual, everyone, please stay sweet. Thank you so much for listening. Forward us to, to your friends. Suggest us. Put five stars in our thingy. We will not beg, but we would like that if you yeah. haven't already, because I've done it a million times and they only register it once. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you can't and, cheat the system. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch some anime. I mean, forget Oscar. I'm gonna watch forget, JoJo. Forget Oscar season. It's anime. <laughs> it's it's anime season, fellas. Yeah, yeah yes, Kings. it is. Well, everybody, stay sweet, Keeks. Uh, I'll hear from I'll hear from, he'll fr- hear from you next week. Yes, you will. Love that. Love the sweet TC, and we will we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. So sweet. <laughs>